This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Mike. Yes? Tying your shoes when your shoes are untied, no matter what. Which is the most productive time to tie your shoes. No matter what, if your shoes are untied, you feel like a dork. At least I do. I have PTSD from tying my shoes and getting a wet finger in my butt crack. You know, kids would come over and like the second you bend down to tie your shoes, they give you a little butt slap or something. We just started and I already have so many questions. Yeah. That was a game? <laughs> no, it's just, you know, you take it out, you see your friend like bending over. That's yeah. a vulnerable time to do something funny to your friend. It's so funny to picture a bunch of kids bending over at the waist. <laughs> like com- one completely straight ne- down instead to of the bending waist. your did yeah. you not bend your knees when No, you- no, it's just that when you, you know, if you if you bent your knees and you get down into a crouch mm-hmm. to tie your shoe, mm-hmm. that's prime crack peakage. Sure. And that's the perfect time for your friend to do one of these. Ha <laughs> See you later, Zaragoza. Who gets the worst of that? It's just a, it's a gross thing. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying who gets the worst both of, of it. No, both is gross. I don't think there is a worst. I think it's equally gross. How old are you when you're doing this? This is like t- between 12 and 14. So there's not a 12 to 14 year old boy alive on this planet who then goes right to the bathroom and washes their hands. No, absolutely not. That's they go disgusting. straight to their pudding and they go straight to their pizza pie. Their finger in their their figgy pudding. In their friends first they put it in their friends figgy pudding. Yeah, that's Then they put gross. it in their own figgy pudding. We used to do the credit card swipe. Yeah, that's another one. We swipe one and then we were our school was big into ball tapping and that is I hate it. Ball tapping is a nightmare, it. yeah. In high school, we had a group of kids that would, it was, the war was so intense that you were always on guard, and dudes would wear cups to school, and the wow, other dudes would just make to hang weapons. out at school. Yeah. They would make weapons. My one friend rolled up a magazine and covered it in duct tape and then made a mace out of like a tennis ball, duct tape, and a magazine. You think my friend who licked his finger and put it in my crack was gross? That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, but it's not gross. That's violence for no sakes. It's terrible. For no sake at all. Mm-hmm. Man, that got things got rough at your school. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I remember at my yeah, school no several here. stabbings <laughs> happened. Yeah. And happen. also someone used so we had soda machines around the campus. Mm-hmm. And you would get those uh, Snapple bottles, the mm-hmm. glass ones. <laughs> well, some Dern kid <laughs> decided to have an interesting day and smash a Snapple bottle over the head no. of some kid he was fighting with or some other gang member guy or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever reason why you would do something so violent. And that boy went into a coma. <laughs> no way. Well, those bottles are Short and stout. And then we never got glass bottles again. Did you ever figure out what happened to the kid? No. The kid forgot math forever. I mean, imagine if you could medically excuse your lack of math abilities. You can sometimes. 
If you get hit in the head with a bottle hard enough, and you're that's what I'm math. saying. I was hit in the head with a bottle so hard in high school. Math doesn't work for yeah. me. I'm sorry, Mrs. Evers. I was kicked by a horse. Yeah, a horse that hates algebra. math. <laughs> a horse made me forget math. <laughs> that's a great episode of Steven Universe. <laughs> The I don't know horse. what that is, but I'm going to laugh. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I, I like to go along with the jokes. <laughs> Steven Universe is a cartoon, Michael Falzon. Is that Jimmy Neutron's dad? You know, <laughs> um... Steven Universe. <laughs> <laughs> How you He's doing, married Mike? to Miss Universe. Great to see you. She's beautiful. It's good to see you, too. It's great to see you always, my friend. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah, tell me everything. I'm done with the hot bar. Wow. Okay. All right. Never, ever, mm. ever, ever again. Yeah. And I'm also going to make a video about 10 things you should expect before you go into a Whole Foods. So, like, you will never do it again. Never. I'll n- I've been done dirty by the hot bar at Whole Foods too many times. Wow. And now I feel like I'm the fool. I feel I like back. Alana will be on your side. But I super like it, mm-hmm. no matter what. Do you I like mean, having diarrhea? Oh, you got diarrhea from it? Oh, you got dude, sick almost instantly. Oh, I've never been sick from it. That's, from a that's very, a little like, scary thing. now. Yeah, that's a little scary. Not the first time either. Oh, really? I used to go all okay, the time well, out of convenience. I just need you to know that I've been eating there for a while, <sighs> and I've not been sick. You're having diarrhea I, right now. Oh shit! I've got to go grind, get on the bathroom. I've got to go have a talk with the with the Lou. There was Captain this song Lou when I listened to Doctor Demento when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. There was a song called "Talking to Ralph on the Big White Phone," mm-hmm. and it was like a euphemism for vomiting. Talking to Ralph on the Big White Phone. Yeah, I I, I see it. Isn't that great? Yeah, I like it. I always like that. How'd it go? Uh, well, you know, we spoke. Living you. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so you're done with the hot bar. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, never again. Yeah. The sandwiches are good, though. Yeah, sandwiches are pretty safe. And the... Uh... <laughs> what? You know, all around the sandwiches. The floor? Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> I no, sometimes they, have, of the sometimes they have meals in the little glass case there. Yeah. Those are good, too. Like the hot... Meal? No, no, the ones. That oh, are like, the uh, the one that are protected from everyone else's sneezes. Yes. Yeah, that stuff is good. Which might have been what got you sick. I have no doubt. Also, someone sneezed into your baklava. I hate. Ooh, if they had baklava, I'd be there more. Even I if people did true. sneeze on it. Hang on, someone, sne- someone sneezed into your plantains. Yeah, yeah, plantains every day. Some kind of meat turned into a different form from the day before every day. That fucking mac and yeast. Oh, yeah. That's like vegan vegan mac mac and and cheese. cheese. Yikes. Dude, a friend of mine was getting her wedding uh, planned by a vegan, non-dairy, like didn't do any of the fun things. Like no gluten, non-dairy, vegan wedding planner. Yeah. And I was like, how's your cake taste? And she was like, horrible. And I said, that's your fault. Yeah. Right? Yes. What the fuck? Yes. That's crazy. I mean, look, um, people will spend about, their days trying to make things taste like other things, and it's not working really that well. Correct. But, me, I mean, you know, more power to them. Good luck to you. I hope for, to all you Just vegetarians don't make, don't and vegans. Don't make things vegans, for other people. For all the vegetarians and vegans listening to this, or other dietary restricted listeners, 
I hope to God they find the food for you that tastes exactly like the food you can't eat. Mm-hmm. I hope. But right now it ain't it. Yeah. Right now it all tastes like horse trash. It tastes like they all taste like the same thing. Although I will say a Beyond Burger is some Mamma Mia. Good it's time. great. It's, it's a terrific. burger. It's a step in the right direction until two or three years from now when we find out it's terrible for us. But that's the thing. It's 2019. It's almost 2020. Yeah. That show where we learn about the news. <laughs> With Bubba Fuentes. It's the year of 2020. Uh-huh. <laughs> the show we learn about the news. And we barely have fucking a, a fake meat that tastes pretty good. Yes. That's a bummer for people that can't eat meat or Which don't want to eat meat. the better one, the Impossible Burger or the Beyond Burger? I like Beyond, but I think they're both good. I think the Impossible Burger is the one that I had when I was like, oh, I'd eat this every day. See you later, Ryan. Thank you so much for your help. But I do think that there's like a lot of sugar in it or something like that. Yeah. And there's a lot, of, like I'm hearing there's a lot of science inside both of those things. Yeah, there's and too that's much always, science in it. That's always suspect. You can't just do science to beans and make it taste like meat. I've always <sighs> said. I mean, listen, I'm also all for a future world where synthesized food is a thing. Like, you know that thing? There, Remember that movie? Well, you might not have seen it, but in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the movie. Mm-hmm. With most def. Martin Freeman and most definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a machine that will like give you whatever food you want. And like no matter what, and it just synthesizes it, and then you have it. Like he goes, like my mom's like perfect cup of tea, and it like ding, it shows up on a like a little proper British saucer and everything, and then he sips it, and he's like, what the fuck? So it's like, it, I am fully in acceptance and in awaiting for mm-hmm. that product, yeah. and I don't care how, how, far how do it's you made. Think we're off from that. Well, I won't live to see it. <laughs> I'll live to have the first bit of it. Like, I think 3D printed food uh-huh. is actually coming. Okay. Like, you know how you can 3D print, like, fucking anything now? I guess. People 3D print literally anything. Like, you don't have to go anywhere ever again. You could just 3D print everything you need. Friends, huh. music, <laughs> different locations. If you want to learn karate. You can 3D print your own The Club. <laughs> And go there at night in your own 3D printed neighborhood. I thought you were talking about the fucking <laughs> car security system. Yeah, you can 3D print a club. The club. <laughs> How does that work with like mechanics? Like a thing um, that moves inside. It, inside. Pr- it prints down to like the mechanical aspect of it. Like it's just all based on 3D software. Like if you can make these gears work in the 3D space mm-hmm. and have it like do a mechanical thing, then it'll print it out and it'll be perfect. Hmm. Yeah. So hmm. I feel like 3D printed food is like something we'll probably get to experience. What would you We'll have be to, old. I but. have so many there's so many unknowns about it. It's it's probably going to be kind of gross because you'd have to buy like these like packets of like food flavored things probably. Yeah, but thousands of them. You wouldn't be able to like you know how you pour whatever well, in order becomes to survive, you mean? No, in order to taste different things. Like with a 3D printed thing, you poured what I don't I honestly don't know how it works, but you make everything's made out of like a weird plastic. plastic yeah. But with like different food, I want chicken. Okay, now I want potatoes. Yeah. You can't just make. 
Well, the, conceivably, in this idea of 3D printed food, it could print different textures and such. You would just have to provide it with different like tubes of goo. Like, okay. like one goo tube is chicken. Another goo tube is beef. Uh-huh. At that point, though, it's like, why wouldn't you just... Go buy a chicken and beef? Yeah. Because who knows? Maybe by that point, we're like, there ain't no more chickens. There's no way to ever run out of chickens. Those things are fucking like rabbits. But let's say some kind of chicken flu affects Earth. And then you can't, there's no cure and all these chickens make you sick if you eat them. How's that any different than going to Whole Foods? <laughs> <laughs> I got the weed corn yeah. for that one. <laughs> Dude, another thing with Whole Foods is people bring their pets in there too freely. That oh, I'm service okay animals. I get that. You I get, get that? I get your annoyance of that. They so close to the. But I, don't I love want your it. dog's dander next to all the hot food that's for everybody. That's totally okay. Yeah, you you shouldn't. It's not healthy. Uh huh. But I fucking don't care. I let dogs lick up my mouth. <laughs> I'm a fucking weirdo, man. Can you 3D print a dog? <laughs> <laughs> man's best 3D printed friend. Man's best fake friend. <laughs> <laughs> The 3D printed dog. <laughs> your dog is your best fake friend. Dude, someone sent me a thing. <laughs> your dog talks shit about you on the internet. <laughs> someone sent me a thing really quick. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Your dog's the reason you failed that class. <laughs> yeah, talk talk to the audience for a second. This is going to be worth it. Your dog ate your two-column notes. Do you remember taking two-column notes, Roman? Thank you. Join us next week. Ryan did a uh, an escape room last night, and uh, is that true? Ryan? They're still trying to patch up the wall. Yeah, they're still <laughs> <laughs> so outside Two Bit Circus, there was a whole construction crew, and they did not look happy. They're like, "Stop letting them in!" And then the Two Bit Circus people were like, "We can't. We obviously can't." Stop him from coming in or going out. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What could you possibly be looking for? Okay, so someone sent me this article about Tom Hiddleston. Do you know who Tom Hiddleston is? Played Forrest Gump. He's the man who plays Loki in the Marvel movies. He's okay. that, that kind of like lanky British man. Do you know Loki? He's the, the guy with the big horns and he's like a trickster and he's got long no. hair. You know him. Remind this movie stuff is something I'd like to address on the podcast. When Nick was here, everyone was like, "Oh, Mike doesn't want to watch this movie because it's a scary movie." But in reality, Mike doesn't have movie time. Oh, you don't have time to watch movies. I don't have time to watch all seventeen of the three-hour Avenger X Men. Let's have a show called Movie Time, <laughs> and I'll never be on it. There he is. <laughs> okay, I've seen that guy. Yeah. So that's Tom Hiddleston. Where's his horns? He's a big heartthrob. Well, he doesn't. He has his horns on when he has his helmet and shit. Okay. <laughs> um. So he's a big heartthrob. The girls like him. Mm-hmm. A lot of wet pants. Thinking about that boy. And speaking of, someone sent me this thing this morning, and I don't <laughs> remember sent me wet pants. <laughs> I don't remember who. Oh, it might have been on Twitter. It doesn't matter. I was just whatever. Whoever sent it to me, thank you. But here's the article. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. Page six says, 
did a woman orgasm during Tom Hiddleston's Broadway show. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston got the big ovation. Big and, ovation. And so audience- <laughs> how long did you go to journalism school? Come on, if you were writing a source-fed story and you p- read that, you'd be like, "That's a fun." No, I want to make it funny. It was always my first priority. Oh man, I would, <laughs> I, but I would use that because it's clever. But then, like, make fun of myself. Okay. An audience member at Betrayal on Broadway, which the Night Manager actor is starring in. Night Manager is, I guess, something Tom Hiddleston is in. Night Manager was moved to tears, moans. And spasms of ecstasy Wednesday at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater. Let's cut to a clip of the show. Here's some <laughs> audio from the show. Wow, I gotta see that play. That was a good play. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a really good play. A commenter on the All That Chat message board, which I'm sure is a great time, (laughs) revealed that a person- Keenan and Kel said- uh, Let's see. You got a comment from Lori Beth Denberg. (laughs) They revealed that a person in their row at the performance, a well-dressed young woman in her 30s, felt the Harold Pinter play deeply and she wasn't low-key about it. All right. I'll quit if there's one more. I'll quit this whole fucking podcast. My companion could feel a rhythmic banging against his armrest. Punctuated by occasional low moans and giggles. Um. He 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 he. Um. <laughs> he 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 he. The unwitting, uh. the unwitting voyeur said. <laughs> it got. It's like Ryan's dad saying voyeur, voyeur, voyeur. <laughs> it got faster and faster until there was one slightly louder ha. And then she resumed her normal seat position, put her head back, and closed eyes. <laughs> Can I say a little thing? Oh, Ryan's back. Can I say one thing? If that was <laughs> a guy, for so that long? person would be oh, dragged through yeah. the public you square. fucking pervert. That person would have lost their job Yeah, you're right. You're right. And they would never be seen from That's again. an interesting point, Mike. And I if think it was you're a right. white guy, he'd be dead. But because it's a woman <laughs> in her 30s, it's hot. And I'm going to read it later again. <laughs> and then she closed on. Betrayal was good for her. She enthusiastically applauded at the end and quickly exited, perhaps to light a cigarette. Okay. Ryan, why don't we switch seats for a little while? Um... That's such a passive aggressive thing to do is to have that whole experience and then to go home and write about it on a blog instead of just being like, hey, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Would you tell that person to stop? Yes. If a person was masturbating next to me while I wanted to watch a hot guy, my own self, do a betrayal, I'd be like, hey, hey, these tickets are $250 (laughs) fucking dollars. Stop. It would be really hard. Do not have the internet, you dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
I it would be very hard for me to confront that person in the really? middle of the act. Yeah, I mean, obviously, my my need to stop them for the greater good of anyone around it being affected by how disgusting and awful that is, yeah, and the fact that you shouldn't do shit like that in public, no fucking way, yeah, 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 would yeah. overpower my feelings of of nervousness. Uh huh. But I would certainly be like, all right, well, now, okay, now. Okay, no, that wasn't that, that was clo- she's close. I better stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I when would you find like for me? I'll tell be you hard exactly to, what I would. Well, do. yeah, of course you would just like do it right away. But, but for me, I'd have to find the right moment, like between moans or something. You could do something really subtle that anyone can do to put a stop to it. Stop fucking jerking okay. off. You're the you're the the masturbating okay, woman, okay. and I'm next to you. Ooh. And I feel bad because this is going to be a, a visual bit, so okay. you're going to have to watch the video and subscribe to the YouTube channel to understand this. That's what it sounds like. Okay. All right, I would go like this. And then hopefully every time they masturbate from now until eternity, they picture that face. Basically what Mike did was he elbowed conceivably a part of this person, their arm perhaps. Because they were being bumped, right? He elbowed them and then they stopped and then he slowly (laughs) turned to make eye contact with me playing the masturbator. And then he slowly (laughs) tilted his head and gave just a slight smile. Contact all. <laughs> yeah, so you want to freak them out. I mean, you just want to know. That's a very like weird, vulnerable, personal thing. So you just want a stranger to know that you know what they're doing. Yeah, that's all that was. What do you like, think? I Zoya know what you're do. doing. Oh, it would be a rap instantly. It would be a rap. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it would be loud. It would disrupt the entire play. She like, would stop hey, the whole. What the fuck? <laughs> Is exactly what she would say. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I can picture it. <laughs> and Does that, that would, stop it? Does oh, that stop yeah, it? From I happening? would imagine. I would. I would pray for that other lady's sake. That, but then that they don't have it. their story. That some woman was masturbating in the theater. The yeah, play's so hot. You still got the story. And now everyone's gonna go see the play. Maybe it was a fake story. Maybe it's like a wrestling angle. It could be it's a, a fake, fake story. story. Because the play is really not that good. It has so somebody ma- has to be like, you'll come and see it. <laughs> it has the makings of a fake story, but something tells me, Mike, uh-huh. that in our world of like really bubbled up, like, you know, they living in a bubble, like not interacting with people, like kind of staying away from people world that we live in. You're saying it's possible. I, st- I just, you know, there's a world uh-huh. where it's like a real fancy, because, you know, it's New York and Tom Hiddleston's in this place, so I'm sure it's expensive. Everyone splashes off in New York. I'm just saying, like, it's full of fancy people, likely. Uh-huh. Like, fancy people that can afford the fucking $350 ticket yeah. to see this fucking show. Which also means they could afford the Bluetooth uh, little vibrator that That's you right, hide in That you. your friend has the controls of. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> that your friend that you brought your plus one. 
No, but I'm just saying, like, there's a world where this is a bunch of fancy people, and this girl seems civilized and not like a monster and not someone unwell. Does she seem civilized? And there's some world where there's all these fancy people sitting around, and they're like, "Fuck, someone's jerking off, dude." If it was and going like, "I'm not gonna say anything. I'm fucking. I'm dr- look at how I'm dressed. I'm wearing a three thousand dollar dress." Yeah, soft. You know, people. I'm just there's a world where it's just soft people that don't say a fucking word, yeah. and then the play ends, and then they leave, and then it's like someone was jerking off in the theater i don't think you'd be allowed to go i here's just my belief here's my belief you shouldn't be allowed to go publicly drag that person if you're gonna sit next to them and not and say not anything. say something because unless like, you were like you're i'm gonna, gonna, gonna tell a fucking the, story about this yeah but you're gonna do it from the safety of your i mean no one knows it's like you're not revealed no one knows that who who it was you know it's just some mm-hmm. random person yeah so it's not like it's de- defamating defamation to anyone it's not defamation if somebody's really jerking off you call them out on well sure i guess that's true but that's just calling somebody out and for people who are like i'm just oh, saying there's all these terrible people in the news and everyone's terrible and you're not going to fucking bump elbows with somebody to be like stop fucking i'm just coming. saying that we are we live in a time where if this girl looked normal and was dressed really nice and she was with her really dressed nice family or boyfriend or whatever and they're all like in fucking expensive outfits and shit mm-hmm. and this 30 year old girl is like jerking off in the theater yeah people are gonna be like whoa okay cool or like most people are gonna be like either there's a, there's a bunch of different reactions there's that's disgusting don't fucking do that there's the fuck yeah that's hot and great and then there's the like uh, i don't know about that like i i like what if Tom, what's his name Tom Hiddleston. What if the chick was on the stage and Tom Middleston was in the seat? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it was a guy doing it, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. But he's super fancy. Even if it was a fancy guy. Yeah. Because Paul Rubens was a fancy guy. He was Pee Wee. Oh, yeah. And he jerked off. He was jerking off. At least he was jerking off in a porn theater. He was jerking off where you would expect someone to jerk off. Yeah. He wasn't watching fucking California Raisins on Ice. All I had ever heard. About those adult theaters, which I'd never been to one, by the way. I knew they existed. I can tell you where one is. I don't know. There's one here, like around us? In West Hollywood, there's one called like Studs or something. It's oh, next to a great. place where I do stand-up. Wow, movies. no shit. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I want that experience, but I know they exist. Mm-hmm. But all I ever understood about them back when we learned about them because of Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah. Was that <laughs> definitely people were fucking jerking off in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, that's a level of fame that I don't want to get to when it, when it doesn't do me any good to jerk off at home anymore. But I mean, like, look, man, we did, there ain't no, no internet. There was no internet when boy Paul Rubin got caught. So the only other logical solution was to <laughs> go I to mean, motherfucker theater. wanted to watch some porn. <laughs> yeah. And he's probably a little dirty boy. There were VHSs, though. <clears throat> you can go buy I guess a VHS. That's true. He's rich enough that's to have true. a VCR or a Betamax. Yeah. I just felt like it was like if the motherfucker wanted to go to an adult theater, let him go to an adult theater, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if the motherfucker wanted to jerk off in the theater, it's like, all right, well, don't do that. What's the protocol? What are you allowed? Are you not allowed to jerk off I in the adult know. theater? I don't know. Should we find out? Because that is weird to assume that you would go watch porn and just have a bagnet and then just sit there right <laughs> right that's the assumed that's the um the standard what am i what's the acronym 
standard operating procedure that's yeah. the sop yeah is to just sit there with your bonnier next to your friends <laughs> and not do anything about it or do you have to like get up and when you're moving horizontally through the seats you have to brush your bonnier up again <laughs> against the seats okay i found several articles <laughs> uh-huh. one of them <laughs> is and one of them is from reddit which isn't an article but it's the question is where do you ejaculate in an adult movie theater? Oh, okay. Are there like cum buckets installed on the side or something? Buckets. Are there tissue dispensers in there? Do people just well ejaculate on the floor? <laughs> Same reason. Well, this person's saying you're not supposed to do that, but that and that's the top voted thing. But we don't know if it's top voted because it's. Sounds logical. One person said no, and it got 350 votes. Here we go. You aren't actually supposed to do that in the theater, but if you must, bring your own travel pack of tissues with you. Be discreet and make sure you throw the used tissues in the trash when you leave. Oh, imagine emptying the trash in that theater, right? (laughs) The lightest, most full (laughs) bag of trash ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it smells like walnuts and trees. Apparently, you can ejaculate pretty much anywhere. <laughs> Traditionally, you bust into the back. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dude, that's such a 14-year-old way to describe coming. Yeah, it says there's and not- And then I busted. I was at my friend's house during a sleepover. He fell asleep playing Dreamcast. I busted. I busted it. <laughs> Dippity-doo. Ryan was trying to adjust my tripod, and it busted. <laughs> Wow, I'm reading all about international world masturbating in adult theater forum. <laughs> but but is it against the law to cuz it's public, right? It just kind of seems like it is against the law because it is like a public place uh-huh. or it's like a place of business. So <laughs> if you got caught, certainly you should be arrested for some sort of indecency, right? Yeah. Or at least like yeah, you should be arrested. Dude, that, that would probably. be so funny if a usher came by with a flashlight. It was like, hey, you, be a normal person and watch that lady give a deep throat blowjob in silence like everyone else. Get your hands where I can see him. Look at that guy over there that's not touching his willy. He's watching the film. <laughs> I know it's 17 minutes of a blowjob. Sit there. Same type of asshole doesn't stay for the credits. Same type of asshole. Yeah, takes all kinds. <laughs> takes all kinds. <laughs> takes a village. <laughs> Assholes like this. What <laughs> burned the math is two in the stone. <laughs> Always had an adage as he walks away. Uh-huh. You'll never hit the broad side of a barn like that. You gotta yeah, I gotta, gotta look a gift horse in the mouth. You gotta wake up pretty early to come to my theater. In your hand, and you say, hey, early jerk, catch a worm. I don't know. It looks like it's not. It looks like it's just. It, you're not supposed to, but people just do it. Interesting. You got to assume people are going to do it. I did, I felt bad for Pee Wee a little bit because I was like, obviously, don't jerk off in public, especially if you're the host of a children's television yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, come on, he didn't deserve to like be called like a pervert and have everybody think he was a pervert. Yeah, after that. that was kind of the general consensus afterwards that he was a dirty pervert. He was just a pervert. Yeah. Which which totally made you look at Pee Wee a little differently for a few years. Yeah, because now I'm just like, yeah. Now I'm just like, I totally get it, dude. Yeah. But like, you know, not the jerking off in the theater part, but I get the like, 
so what if he went to a fucking adult porn theater? Mm-hmm. Fucking let the guy do what he wants. It's his private life. I think that we need to live in a society that hasn't outlawed forgiveness. We can't just, especially like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just the dumb thing to do to pretend you're completely infallible. Yes. And and pretend that people like a human being with a soul can't grow and change and be different at some point. Yeah. And also, like, you know, you got to look at kind of like the degree of debauchery some celebrity or whatever was involved in. Like uh-huh. when you think about what Pee Wee did, it's like, OK, you so know, Pee Wee had an island where he just jerked off all the time. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> I'd have a fucking jerk off island jerk if I could afford island. it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's how you address on jerk off island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to jerk off island. Hey, you have an accent on the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, an inappropriate one. <laughs> yeah. Jerk off island, baby. <laughs> Go fuck whatever you want here. <laughs> and there's that like uh, tin drum music playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me see if I can find some. <laughs> Steel drums. <laughs> no, I need a higher energy. <laughs> the energy's all wrong for Jerk Off Island. Oh, that's so wrong. Come on, let's get some energy in here with some tin drums. Type in Weekend at Bernie's opening sequence. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's 2 title sequence. How's this? Oh, God. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, YouTube, you piece of shit. This is probably not a great episode to bring your friends in on. Almost every episode. Pretty good. How about this one? Yeah, this is it. Come to fucking (laughs) Jerk Off Island! Everybody get to Jerk Off Island. Come enjoy all the amenities of Jerk Off Island. Endless tissues. (laughs) Toilets. There's a shower on Jerkoff Island. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> and then there's an old couple be like, we thought this was an excursion. We just got off the, the carnival cruise boat. We thought we were What? Gonna, we thought we were gonna um ride quads around the island. <laughs> Go to your room! Our room's Here's your room! Shit. Take it! This Everyone gets a room in Jerkoff Island! <laughs> It's just that guy's hut. Come to my your room. At 9 o'clock, we all come out and talk to each other. Wash your hands. <laughs> he's playing the drum, and he has a microphone, like a headset microphone that he's screaming at. Yeah, and when people anything. start talking to him, he just plays it louder. <laughs> <laughs> like, like right in their face, stares in their face. Yeah. Like he has his back arched the other way to play the drum. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, remember, we have margaritas at six. And you go to your room and you come back and it's him making the margaritas with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he's like got his hands inside the blender. Yeah. Pig roast at eight. Same guy. jerking off he's like (laughs) (laughs) where are you going (laughs) come back it's dark on my head watch your smack
hordes of people he's so leaving pissed. while he's jerking off and playing the tin drum, screaming, he's what did you pissed. expect? <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Holy shit, man. All right, let's do some... Uh, let's Yo, do if some there was another things. round for... Um, for bring the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk off island. Okay, you guys are gonna love this one, dude. No one would ever let us do that. Would Chrissy Teigen? The sketch would thumbs be up or thumbs the sketch. Chrissy would love it so much. The what about Kel? I think I think Keenan would like it too. Jeff Keenan. Foxworthy might be the only one, but I mean, he liked a lot of weird shit we did. Yeah, he liked all the he liked the dark stuff. Was everybody nice? Everyone was awesome. That's Dude, great. hearing Keenan just be a sweet man and and like when we were up there after we won, Keenan was like, You did it, man. You guys are gonna be okay. You guys are gonna be great. You're so fucking funny, you did it. Mm-hmm. It was really cool, man. I like when he was the French guy and all that. Who Dude, in the bathtub? What up with that? Is maybe my favorite current <laughs> oh, SNL yeah, dude. thing. Yeah, I love when he was in the bathtub too, though. Yeah, le yeah. mou, le pou, <laughs> de pendant, de pieu. Would you like some cheese with your applesauce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very accurate, dude. But fucking, what up with that? What's oh, up with that? Fuck. Yeah, I laughed my fucking ass off the first time I saw that. I s- I'll just put on a playlist of what what's up with that. Mm-hmm. And just watch them all. And fucking Bill Hader as Lindsey Buckingham is the best thing ever. Yeah. All right. Let's do some sponsees, huh? Okay. I'll start this track over. Uh-huh. Guys, straight up Honey. Oh, nice. Honey Honey is one of our sponsors, and we love Honey. I use Honey on the reg. Do you like keeping your own money? You're going to love Honey. Yeah. Do you like hanging on to your money, but also buying things? Yeah, yeah. Then listen about Honey. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, shopping online beats going to the store, you guys. Talk about... I'm talking about... Shopping in your pants. <laughs> shopping in your, your wet pants. Shopping your short pants at home. <laughs> I love it. I, You know, I, I find all my best stuff online, I feel like. Uh-huh. Even in the clothing department. Yeah. I find it online. Great. I just go like, I'll take a chance. Take a chance, take a chance. Uh, but nine times out of ten, you're overpaying when you shop online. Unless you use Honey. Yeah. Honey is a free browser extension that, save, that saves you money uh, everywhere you shop online, guys. Honey finds coupon codes and other discounts across the web and then applies them automatically to your order. I don't know how it works, but Honey saves me money where I already shop. It might be magic. Just think about how much money you could be saving if you used Honey. Think about it for right now, seconds. You would already been able to buy a house if you've been using Honey. I don't know how much I've saved using Honey, but I it's probably a decent amount. Because anytime I buy something, I'm like, oh, Honey's doing its thing, and it's looking for a discount code, and there it is, and I've, I've saved money. Yeah, it's nice. It just happens so often, I don't know. But, it, I, but I know that it's awesome. It's like you're the grandmother of the internet. You always have a coupon in your purse. Yeah. Yeah. Honey is the grandma of the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, let me get you this coupon. Oh, honey, you don't have to pay that much for oh, this. Oh, honey. I'm drunk in the grocery store. I've got store. a coupon for that. Oh, honey. Oh, guys, the average honey user saves about $126 uh, a year. 
That's pretty good. That's really good. What what can one hundred twenty six dollars buy? Like a pair an Air AirPods. One trip to the hot bar. Half of a Whole college Foods? textbook. <laughs> yeah, one hundred twenty dollars will buy you one pair of Jordan Wams. One hundred and twenty six taco tacos dollar tacos. Yeah, hell yeah, one hundred and twenty six Junior Bacon Sheborg. Over ten million people are already saving with Honey, guys. Honey has over a hundred thousand plus five star reviews on the Google Chrome Store, and Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. And it absolutely is, guys. So there's no reason not to use Honey. Literally, it's free. It stalls on your computer in just two clicks. And it'll save you so uh, some money. It'll just save you so you can treat yourself to something nice, guys. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash banter. That's joinhoney.com slash banter. Thank you, Honey. Thank you, Honey. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Guys, hey, uh, Warby Parker is our next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I almost threw up. <laughs> Guys, hey, uh, Warby Parker. Warby Parker, ladies and gentlemen. You know Warby Parker, Mike? No. Warby Parker is a company that I have had associations with since my SourceFed days. Mm. They're a glasses company, and they make amazing glasses. That's all. And right. they let you try on the glasses at home and stuff like that. It's really cool. Do they make it x-ray specs? I'll read from the copy so that we can get more um, up-to-date information. It's been a little bit since I've uh, dug into my Warby Parkers, but I do love them so much. And Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique-quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. The collaboration between four close friends, Warby Carper- Parker, was conceived... <laughs> wow. Warby... Par, Par and Kerr was <laughs> conceived as an alternative. That's very funny. An alternative to the overpriced and bland eyewear available today. Prescription eyewear shouldn't cost you more than a plane ticket or a new iPhone, guys. All right. Good point. Mike, we gotta take this quiz. Okay. And then we gotta we gotta get our try-on kit. Uh question number one. Do you need glasses? Um, I do. No. But you don't. I'm out. But there's sunglasses. Oh, okay. I'll take them. Yeah. So you can try on sunglasses and regular glasses and I all need sorts a pair of, of sunglasses. sunglasses. <laughs> um, Mine have gone away. I've done the try-on kit before. It's awesome. Uh-huh. They send it to your house and it has like, what is it? Like seven pairs of glasses or something or like five to seven pairs. And then you're like, oh, these are the ones you choose on the website. You're like, oh, I like that one, I like that one, I like that one. But I want to see what it looks like on my face. Mm. So they send you that try-at-home kit. And then you get to try it on. And if you don't like any of them, you just send them back. That's if nice. you like them, you send them back. But at least you know which one yeah, pay for the ones looked you keep. good. Yeah. No, it's just try-ons. You literally just put them back in the thing, and then you send it back to them, and it's free. And they send you the prepaid shipping thing. And it's like, you can literally just be like. You don't keep any of them? No, you can't keep any of them. Okay. But if you like one that on how it looks on your face, because when you have glasses, it's important when you're going to wear glasses, when you're going to buy a pair of glasses, it's very important that you like put them on your face. Oh. You have to put them <laughs> on your face before you decide if you want it or not. Thank you for You can't just that go online and be like, those might look good. And then you buy them and you're like, oh man, they're too small for my fat head. Uh huh. 
So like Warby Parker has you like pick a bunch of glasses that you like mm -hmm. and you're like, I hope that's good. And then they send it to you and then you get to try them on and you're like, oh, actually, this one's better than that one. Oh, this one looks good on my big dumb head. Mm -hmm. And they're good glasses, man. They're nice. They have a bunch of different designs and stuff. And I'm a picky boy and I like what they have featuring there. Good. So, guys, if you need help, why don't you take that quiz, answer a few quick questions, and they'll suggest some great-looking glasses that are totally personalized to fit your face and style. And there's that free try-on program I was talking about. You order five pairs of glasses and try them on for five days. There's no obligation to buy them. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Head to warbyparker.com slash banter to order your free try-home, your home try-on. Your try-home kit. Take the quiz to find a pair that is perfect for you today at warbyparker.com slash banter. Guys, glasses start at like 95 bucks, including prescriptions. And the lenses give you anti-glare and all that special stuff, anti-scratch coatings and stuff. Blue light filtering, which is good for when you're looking at screens all day. It's a new thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'll stop talking about it. You guys just go to warbyparker.com slash banter and give it a good shot and take that quiz. Right. Thanks, Warby Parker. Can I talk about shows? Or do we have another one? Yeah, absolutely. Talk about shows. That's that. Uh, this weekend, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm going to be in Chicago at the Cards Against Humanity Theater. As of right now. There's a Cards Against Humanity Theater? Yes. That's cool. Um, there are 15 tickets left right now for the late show. Early show is completely sold out with Olin Rogers. So very excited about that. I'll be in Chicago for a couple days. And then. Chicago. I'll be in Chicago town. And. Uh, and then the first weekend of uh, October, I'll be in Toronto from the 4th and 5th. I'll be doing shows at the Corner Comedy Club and the Corner Comedy Club East. Tickets uh, are available on MikeFileZone.com, Squarespace one. Mm. And uh, you can scoop those. That's nice, Mike. I like that. I hope you guys go see Mike as a funny boy. Thank you. So much. <laughs> ah! Ah! Do Mike, you open the door. Yeah, let's open this this stuff we got. So we got like uh, some packages sent to us. Um, and uh, and we're gonna open it now. So let's open this stuff here, Mike. Let's have some fun. Hey, Mike, why don't we just have some fun? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is this? Oh, fucking awesome, man! That's fucking awesome, <laughs> Wait, man. Was this sent to us because that you said that girl looked like That's it? instantaneous, dude. This is the mask from, <laughs> from Beetlejuice. <laughs> is this the guy or the girl? I can't remember, but it's... <laughs> Wait, give me that piece of paper right there, Mike. Dearest Mike, try not to elbow your wife in the face face again whilst putting this on. Your podcast friend Jesse Stillwell. Oh, so fucking. So funny, wait, Jessie. is this a reference to something? Or is it literally just like what did are you the odds? Did that... you elbow your wife while putting a mask on or something? I did elbow my wife, but it was in my sleep. It had nothing to do with this mask. But I did. Uh, you gotta put that on. We did talk about this mask yesterday. We Dude, did. I, we, also, I hate these, by the way. No, I know. You can't wear a mask all night when all you want to do is eat candy and breathe fresh air. <laughs> Wait, let me. Play. What do they say while they're in this? Um. Barbara, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barbara, I'm scared. What are we gonna do, Alan? What was it, Barbara and uh, 
and uh, Adam. Barbara and Adam. Adam. Adam? I don't know, Adam. Barbara? Okay, we just read the goddamn book. Where's the book? Um. out of the mask that we yep that's it that's gonna go into the right in the garbage this is terrifying all right we got a big boy over here so let me let me get my Dude, headphones on. Here's, here's a funny thing to do in this mask okay welcome to jerk off island <laughs> what did you expect <laughs> what did you expect <laughs> just screaming <laughs> So if you can't see Steve right now, which you kind of can in this camera, he is taking a knife to the thing that uh, Jack died on uh, at the end of the Titanic movie. I feel like this is going to be another cardboard cutout. What if somebody just sent... Yeah, it's a cardboard cutout. Oh, good, good, good. This place is a goddamn fire hazard. Here's an old scrim. <laughs> it has a decree on it. It's Dude, what if it's the same Tom Hanks? Oh, it's just a giant taco. Great. Good. Life-sized stand-up. Cardboard cutout of a taco. <laughs> Dude, now you can go outside and spin this. And uh, direct people to where they could find these. It doesn't even say who it's from. Doesn't matter. It's a giant taco. <laughs> All right, well, we got a giant taco. And it's a crunchy taco. Can I ask you a question, Steve? Yeah, please. In the Mexican culture, do they frown upon crunchy tacos? Um, I heard that was a white person invention. I've never heard that. Okay. I've never heard that. Somebody told me that in La Jolla once. That... Uh, White people ruin tacos by making them crunchy. Lajala. Lajala. Lajala Santiago. That's so much, man. This is a big boy. How many of these are made a year, do you think? You're a print boy. Is there a place just cranking these out? Like thousands of them? <laughs> oh, good thing it's eight panels long. Dude, you could sail across the goddamn world in that. There's no. You should get in the taco and sail across the goddamn world. Is there a way to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a border. It looks like it has instructions on it, too. This is great podcast content. Yeah. You're going to want to go to youtube.com slash. Dynamic banter to see a giant taco. Tacos bigger than Steve at the moment. That meat is real up close and personal and glossy. They look like school lunch tacos. Taco Chieste. Am I doing this right? Spin it around. Oh, right, right, right. So it stands up vertically? This keeps getting more and more confusing. What kind of taco stands up vertically? That's so big, man. It's mostly corn tortilla. It's mostly an advertisement for a corn tortilla. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> wow, this paper cut hurts something bad. 
Okay, well, since none of the cameras... Why is them. this taco upright? Why, why, we don't want this. Who sent us this? It is, it is worth mentioning that we don't want this. Nobody wants <laughs> I hate to sound ungrateful, but we don't want that. No one wants a giant vertical fucking taco. Where do you where are you gonna put that? Like I should go to the local Taco Bell and be like, hey, look. Hey, we I don't, don't have we don't want any this. use for this, but this makes sense here. Yeah. Do you want this? What if there was a Warby Parker of giant cutout tacos and they sent you <laughs> seven of them? That's a great picture. Ryan took a great picture of Steve next to the giant Please taco. put that on the Instagram at some point. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. All right. Um, should we, I guess we owe at least a history road, huh? Should we do a history road before we get out of here? Yeah. Is there anything else over there, Ryan? That's it? That's it. Thank you, Jesse, for this beautiful, horrible smelling mask. Adam, I'm scared. All right. I found out the rest of the episode in the math to get our money's worth. Um, this history road uh, comes from Tony Stubblefield and he says you've ruined me. A history road? Greetings to Mike and the loud man. I just <laughs> that would be our radio show. <laughs> Mike and the loud man? Welcome back to back to the loud man. <laughs> like how I can see your mouth through the eye hole. <laughs> Hi, Mike. That was my favorite Richard Mark song. Mouth through the eye hole. Um, I wanted to let to tell you boys about how you have ruined me for any serious situation for the rest of my life. I mean, come on. I don't think I am in your average fan base level. I am forty three, <laughs> married with two kids a city official, and a deacon in my church. Uh I can normally handle any situation with a straight face, but my sixth grade sense of humor has been made stronger by listening to your podcast. Oh no, we're going to make him deflect from the church. And even before during the source fed time. So imagine my interior delight when my preacher's lesson last Sunday was focused on Matthew chapter 11 verses 28, 30. Everyone get your books. This set of verses start with come unto me, which would normally be an uplifting look at how Jesus seeks the weary to go to him for contact and rest. However, all I can hear is freaking E.T. saying every time the preacher says it. That's very funny. I start to giggle to myself and have to cover it with fake coughs. My wife notices, but she ain't on our level with the jokes, so she's now worried something is wrong with me. He should watch the video about laughing in church. <laughs> yeah, which let's admit there is. If you've ever been in church and started to laugh, you know nothing is harder to do than to keep it quiet. So now I'm laughing more and more, wiping away tears, hiding eye contact from everyone so I don't uh, get set off like Steve did in the original Jonathan Gay bit. Way back when, 
I'm whimpering trying to keep the laughter in, but the uh but he, but he keeps saying it. Come. Come. Come to me. Come to me. And I'm crying as quietly as I can. People are thinking I'm very moved by the lesson. <laughs> the preacher starts to wind it up and I'm finally getting myself together again. <laughs> With my wife trying to figure out what's gotten into me, I take a deep breath, the laughter passing, and they have us stand and project the invitation song. The song they chose for invitation was He Touched Me. Oh, no. He touched me! I let out a loud guffaw and had to haul ass to the bathroom where I laughed like a crazy person. (laughs) Thank you guys for giving me so much crazy stuff to laugh at. I love watching slash following you two because you fit in with my group of friends from when I was younger and it gives me happy flashbacks. Instead of honks, I ask for a moment of silence for Mike's eardrums. P.S. Mike, come to DFW with your shows. Sincerely, Stubby. What's DFW? Uh, the, that's the, uh, damn it. I just learned what that was. And now we're idiots for not saying it. The Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, there's a lot of people who listen in Fort Worth. Yeah. I we, did the analyt. I did the market research yesterday. Let's go, man. Um, all right, let's do a moment of silence for your eardrums. My care of to- Tony Stubblefield, AKA Stubby. Hmm. All right, let's end this goddamn episode. I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) 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 So people keep sending videos and stuff. I don't know if I want to use videos. Yeah, I was trying to see if there was like a short one here. People are still roasting me even though that's a month old. Oh, Spencer David wants to know why I don't burp anymore. (laughs) 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 Because but we I haven't had like any kind of food or anything before we do the podcast. There's your answer, Spencer. All right. Um all right. Well anyway, guys, thank you for listening to this subdued episode of Dynamic Banter. We want to thank Mike and Ryan and my dad <laughs> and, uh, for being here today. Thank you, Dad, for being here. <laughs> uh, I want to thank jer- the representatives of Jerk Off Island <laughs> for help setting up Jerk Off Island. Come to Jerk Off Island. It's more than what you would expect, but not by much. <laughs> Um, Mike. I'd like to condemn whoever sent us that taco. Yeah, don't send us the the taco, please. Don't, don't send ever us that se- taco again. Don't ever send us tacos. <laughs> um, go to dynamicbanter.clothing if you want to pick up some cool Dynamic Banter merch. There's a really cool yeah. mug there. Cool that mug, really... poster. I have yours in my house. Still. Oh, yeah, I need that mug. Uh, and we're actively, very actively trying to figure out places to go on what may become a small tour so that's right baby please boy. keep uh writing us telling us where you're listening in and uh and we'd love to do it if you're in the fort worth area because there somehow is a lot of you in the fort worth area tell us theaters or 
places around that area to con. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll catch you next time on Dynamic Banter. Bye.